Hi, this is T. It's Joey. And Kwana. Welcome to Views from the Chicks, the music podcast where we discuss music as it pertains to everyday life. Good morning, good evening, good night. Welcome to Views from the Chicks, and I'm T, and I'm here with... And I'm Joey, and I'm here with... And I'm Kwana, and we're all here. Hey! hey. I like how we did that. That, that was, was cool. cute. That was real cute, real cute. Yeah. You gotta remember that for next time. Yes, we yes. do. Yes. It's like a pass of the baton. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We have a special guest on today's podcast. It's three-year-old, well, two-and-a-half-year-old, Sienna. Say hi, boo-boo, since you're already talking. Say hi. Oh, my goodness. And our topic of today is all about the beat makers, hit makers. And they don't get talked about a lot. They don't. So it'll be good to yeah. bridge this topic. Exactly. So let's start out with the game. Kwana, take it over. Yes. So we are bringing back the tried and true game that we began with, Billionaire Banshee. So Billionaire Banshee is basically a game that actually is, um, I think they just got funded on their Kickstarter too, not too long ago. This isn't an, like an independent game maker. And it's basically you get uh, two cards. So you get a quirk and a perk. And this, this, um, these two cards correlate to your potential suitor or partner or person you're dating, basically. And they're very silly. So you'll have the perks of the person that you're with and you'll have the quirks. And you have to say whether you would date or deny this person, basically. Um, we've gotten really good responses every time we've played this game. And it's a... A slight get-to-know-us game, just something something fun and silly. Life is hard. So it'll be really fun to see what these cards are giving us today. Um, I found some fresh ones. I was about to say. Because we've done this before, yes. So I found mm -hmm. some fresh ones, cool. ones we've never looked at before. So nice. yes. whoever wants to go first, just pick a number between one and three. Okay, I'll go. Between one and three? Mm-hmm. Two. Okay. I knew you were going to pick. in the middle. I knew you were going to pick two. <laughs> it's safe. in the middle. <laughs> Are you safe? <laughs> okay. The first time we played this, things got a little raunchy. So let's try to keep it clean. <laughs> we'll try. <laughs> I don't think I picked any raunchy cards this time. So, all right. You know. I'm all ears. I mean, people like raunchy, so. People do, but you know, we can switch it up sometimes. Okay. So for your potential suitor, Joey, here mm -hmm. is the perk, and then I'll read the quirk after. Okay. So the perk is they are spontaneous. They act on impulse. They love visiting new places. They're up for new experiences. Mm. They don't mind talking to strangers. They try to not give in to fear. Sounds Ooh. like my kind of guy. Can <laughs> we just too. stop there? <laughs> <laughs> no, we cannot. <laughs> so the quirk uh -huh. of this potential person is they chew with their mouth open. Well, no mm. matter what they're eating, no matter what <laughs> they what? aren't, they are not self-conscious about it either. Joey, no matter what they're eating, food particles sometimes <laughs> fall out. Look at you. Even if they try to close their mouth, they forget three bites later. Oh, three bites. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How can you fix that? <laughs> So yeah, we'll just gotta dating? put them on a nice strict diet. <laughs> We're not eating out or, in public. Yeah, you might as well just stay home. 
Yeah, we don't eat out in public. Yo, ass drinking water. Yeah, ice. people be trying to offer him food. Like, no, no, no. He's good. He's good. <laughs> he, good. He don't need nothing to eat. He's good. He'll be all right. He'll eat when we get home. <laughs> okay, is that the only? That's the quirk. Yep, perk and the quirk. Will you date or deny this person? You know what? I'm a date. You're gonna date. You're gonna. I'll keep. date him. I'll just okay. keep him at home mm. on a very strict diet. Uh-uh. When I have guests come over, his ass going in the basement. Uh-uh. And um. Okay, but how about we put him on a straw, a straw like a a juice cleanse? Is like he gonna he, chew the straw? He's not gonna have just juice. I mean. Shit, I might just have some juice too. My juice is good. <laughs> Y'all be on a liquid diet. I'm or like date. when okay. he's out, when he's out, he's only reducing, reducing when he's out. Okay, reducing when he's out in public. Okay, that could work. Well, even we're home because you know what? I love you and I'm going to accept you for who you are, just yeah. not in public. No, not- so He's going to be like, baby, why don't you let me eat outside? <laughs> you can do what you want, but I don't but know. But it says outside. he's not self-conscious about it. So he knows that he chews with his mouth open like, and he's not trying to hide it. That means because he doesn't live in fear. Yes. He doesn't so- care. That could be a good thing. That means he's comfortable in his own skin. skin. Mm-hmm. So maybe the fact that he's so confident and comfortable within his own skin, right. you'll be like, you know what? I appreciate that about him. And maybe you might find that sexy later on. This is true. Yeah. I'm going to date him because you know what? When we go out and hang out with friends, we'll just keep it to activities. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go bowling. No snacks for you. <laughs> maybe he can go sit in the corner by himself and you have know. some snacks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's the plenty, bathroom. but there's plenty of people out there who just be chewing, chomping down on stuff. So it's I know not some people new. like this in my real life, but yeah. I ain't mm. dating them though. Mm. Tea, it's your turn. Okay, so Joey picked two, so I have one or three, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go with three. So I'm gonna start with the perk. Okay, okay. so your potential suitor mm-hmm. perk. They are a great parent. They hmm. are obsessed with their family. They give all they have to them. Love they it. run errands daily. They won't abandon their family. And they cry easily when happy or sad. <laughs> they they cry easily? Yes, when happy uh, or sad. See, I'm a crier. So y'all both just We talking about boo-hooing or just a little teardrop? Silent teardrop. Uh, it just says cries easily. It doesn't say how hard. It just says... Uh, I think that I've never cry. dated a man who was so in touch with his emotion like that. <laughs> I you usually, need to get you a drink? I, get to drink (laughs) just a minute okay emotional Mm -hmm. yes but a great parent i love that i love that he's a family man he's passionate about his family he's a go-getter he's running errands i love all that yes Yes. speaking into existence Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay but the quirk they break into homes and leave gifts (laughs) oh leave gifts a la santa what kind of gifts we talking about well, like Santa Claus, you know, they break oh. into homes and they leave gifts. They spy on people and judge them, only break into certain homes, leave gifts or coal. Better gifts are given to the rich. Better gifts are given to the rich? Mm-hmm. I don't like that. He should be like, I, I need to date a Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so not a Santa Claus. I need a Robin Hood. A Robin Hood. Yes. Gotcha. I don't need no Santa Claus. And why are you giving to the rich? They don't need it. They can buy their own expensive gifts. I mean, if he's giving out gifts, let's make sure he's dropping off, dropping some off at your house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one for them, two yeah, for me. <laughs> exactly. But um, I don't know if I'm into that. So like, 
if he gets like in the trouble with the law, they're gonna come question me. He's dropping off gifts. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They like he breaking into homes. You know they're gonna come knocking on your door. Like, right. do you know so and so? And then I don't want someone you know see me on the street. And I'm like, oh, I saw your man, and he was breaking in. I don't need that kind of heat. <laughs> so I like a Robin Hood and not a. A Santa Claus. A Santa Claus. I'll take a Robin Hood any day. <laughs> okay, so this is a deny. So you're not I'm dating. access denied. Okay. And I don't like he's so emotional now. Okay. So I you need... don't like the emotional? I guess maybe it's not something I'm used to. I've never dated emotional men. Maybe that's my problem. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to date someone who's a little more sensitive. Emotional. But I don't know. <laughs> do you get to do the last one? Uh, I'll have one of you ladies read it, whoever wants to. So I have number one. Mm -hmm. Is this it? Yes, that is it. Okay, so Quana, number one. Mm -hmm. Your person's perks is anything they paint comes to life. Okay. So live paintings obey them. Hmm. Painted creatures are 2D. Uh Realistic or abstract styles work. They'll paint anything you want. Okay. Are you interested already or not? Mm -hmm. This is all a perk? Yeah, this is all a perk. perk. Anything they paint comes so to life. That could be a little scary. That could be. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like a scary movie. He drawing animals? I ain't trying to have no fucking <laughs> yeah, polar like, bear uh, jump off my wall like, what? But that? at least it's 2D and not 3D. Uh, That's just scary too. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, but let's... But anyway, okay, so I don't know. Are you, I don't know. Keep hmm. going. Keep yes. going. So what is the quirk? So the quirk is they have button eyes. <laughs> They can somehow still see, they don't blink, and won't hide eyes, four-hole button, flat-style buttons. (laughs) That's what kind of eyes he has. Okay. So do you think he is someone that you would want to date? All this sounds like a quirk to me. Yeah, ain't nothing positive. I mean, I love that he's a little painter, he's artistic, he's good with his hands, but... That's not enough. Yeah, it's especially with the button eyes. That made me think that of that movie Coraline. Remember yes. that kid movie? Yeah, Ugh. that freaky that shit was little scary. movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I do like an artistic man, but things coming to life are a little bit out of my comfort zone. Right. But say I wanted him to like, you know, paint me a money tree and it comes to life. Yeah. Right? See, there we go. There goes the you, just, right you there. just run that shit through the photocopy right? machine. Like. <laughs> there we go. Money the back. Right there. Okay. See, the, oh, there we oh, go. Oh, see, and then after you see. get you enough, you leave. <laughs> <laughs> you leave him? Yeah. Yeah. Collect the check. Cut Collect the check. The check. Mm. I, li- I like, hmm. I really like, Quana, how you found the positive in that. That was resourceful. You know, yeah, yes. Yeah, I like that approach. We have that approach to life. You need to see the positive. Exactly. True. We, me, Joey, me, you, we're not good. Well, I said I'd keep my dude. Oh, That's I guess true. I guess I'm not good. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yours is a little. Huh. Well, would I date or deny? Yeah. Yeah, what's your official? I, I think off the basis of the money tree alone. Mm-hmm. I will date this person. I think the eyes, you know, that could be something, you know, I could just be like, you know, this is a disability and don't be like discriminating against people with disability. You know That's what true. I mean? Like, come just on. Just make him wear sunshades all the time. I mean, he it says he won't hide them though. Oh, yeah, he, won't. he won't hide them. So you gotta take your button man out. Oh. <laughs> well, maybe his art, people will be looking at that yeah. and then, you know, it'll just yeah. be... Listen, people accepted Fetty Wap with one wow. eye. So you know what? Mm-hmm. People will come around yeah and i had a homegirl she used to date a guy 
with one eye. We used to call him One Eye Ricky. Oh, no. <laughs> was his name Ricky, though? Yes. Mm. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I just thought it pretty was pretty funny. She talked about, like, he has one eye. I was like, no, he does not have one eye. She's like, he has one eye. Aww. Did he at least have a glass eye, though, or he was just out here like Fetty Wap just? Out here like Fetty Wap. Okay. Okay. Respect. Yeah, so it's so. not a glass eye. Does Fetty Wap have a glass eye? No, no he just be out here. Oh, okay, he's like y'all gonna take me out. I am. I saw him at the mall one. Really? Oh, yeah, Garden State. Okay, Jersey shopping. Oh. You know they shut down the store and there was a whole crowd. I was wow. like, yeah. Is he? Where's he from? Patterson? Yeah, Elizabeth? Patterson. Patterson. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, that's so cool. But he does produce beautiful children. I'm true. I've never seen his kids. No, he no, got lots of lots. He of does. Them. Okay, yeah. you probably seen him. Didn't know it was his. Okay, he is well seasoned. <laughs> and fertile. <laughs> and he lets it. I'm a sap. I'm a sap. I'm a sap. I'm a All right, so moving right along. Yes. So for today's hot topic, I'm talking about champagne poppy. Mm. So I'm going to read the ladies their, their astrological sign mm-hmm. based on a Drake song. Okay. <laughs> Should be interesting. Yeah. Okay. So first up, and you guys let me know once I read these to you that it's accurate. Should mm-hmm. we guess who, what sign it is? Oh yes, that would be good. Okay. I'm gonna guess like if you song. say the song and then me. Yes, I'm. Gonna I think do we all that. know who we. Yeah, we know who's who. Okay. So <laughs> okay. So say the song in the description, and then we'll guess who that correlates to. Yes. Which one? Okay. So we have a Libra. Yeah. Yes. Aquarius. Yes. And we have a Capricorn. Yes. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, I remember. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So this this segment, I'm dedicating it to Drake because I'm I'm in love with Champagne Poppy. Mm-hmm. And Cole, but Champagne Poppy right now because it's. <laughs> I won't know. tell. I won't tell. It's okay. So. <laughs> Let's guess who's this song for. It is Best I Ever Had off of So Far Gone. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, um, in the description, I'll leave the sign out. Okay. So you guys won't get it. So the only signs to give Leos a run for their money in terms of vanity are blank. However, blank are the most rooted air sign. They are deeply ethical contemplative and when they love they're in it for the long haul they need a lot of compliments sure but they deserve them are they the best you've ever had probably so but if not it's probably the best you keep that information to yourself who am i talking about (laughs) am i talking about aquarius libra libra or capricorn that's a libra Quan is right. Really? <laughs> That's all you, Joey. That's you, Joey. I mean, you could tell me if I'm the best. <laughs> so when someone tells you that you're not the best, you really are. Okay. They're lying. Okay. Hair flip. So I knew that one because you said that they need compliments, but they deserve them. Because mm. who else is a Libra? Little Miss Sienna See, over Sienna, there. Yeah. I feel like I don't receive compliments well. Like Why? when I don't like you mm. know like when someone's like, oh my god, I love your dress. I'm like, oh, this whole thing. Oh, like you know what I mean? Like wow. one of those things. So I don't yeah. know if I need. Compliments. Girl, you gotta big up yourself. See, you right though. When you tell Sienna she looks nice, she goes, oh, thank you, and she walks away. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> no, I yeah. like this about you. Oh, thank too. you. And I'm like, mm-hmm, she knows. So since it's three, I have to throw an extra one in there since it's three. So it'll be like process of elimination. Oh, oh okay. okay. So, so, hmm, Ryan, what sign are you? 
Okay. Okay. All right, so. Okay, we're all different. So you're the emotional man. Yes. (laughs) He's sensitive. You're the sensitive one. You cry when you're really happy. (laughs) I do. I do too. Okay. So I'll, okay, I'm going to mix that in. Okay. So the next song is Too Much off of Nothing Was the Same. I absolutely love this song. Mm. This is. I feel like I can get it off the title. You can? You want to take a snap? No, no, no. Keep going. Are you sure? Uh-huh. Okay. Blank are almost permanently in a dreamscape of their own making. A sign that has difficulty when compart- compartmentalizing and sustaining intimacy. Blank are susceptible to harboring resentment. Everything is often too much. But a determined blank tries hard to overcome their impulse to shut down and escape instead of choosing honest self-improvement. What sign are we talking about? Okay, now I don't know. <laughs> that, one, that one went deep. What did you say? Well, you said too much. As soon as I said the song, you like, I already know what sign. Well, I was thinking about too much, like thinking too much, like mm. being too much in that. But that description was kind of like, mm. It sounds like an Aquarius. I was going to say Aquarius. <laughs> Yep, it's equal. <laughs> Do you think this is true? Uh, yeah. Um, I guess that sounds really bad. I know that's like, I'm uh, like, damn. Okay, it sounds bad, but yeah, I will. I'd rather just like turn off and leave than deal. Then yeah, then it's like okay, now you're being too much, and you know what? I'm just gonna be quiet walk away. and just walk away. I thought that because my brother oh, is an Aquarius. I'm, I'm yeah. a little bit like that too. So yeah, maybe it's kind of like shut it down, I'm, like shut. And I think our birthdays are close. That's true. why. Yeah. That's our true. I'm on the cusp. Yeah. I'm half Capricorn, half, half Aquarius. Aquarius yeah. So I have a little bit. So maybe that's yeah. Just shut it down and be like, oh, fine. Yeah. Don't need to. So we got two more. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Cancer or Capricorn? Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like I do process of elimination because I feel like we're gonna know you more than. We know <laughs> <laughs> Well, you so then, know. should I do? So then, the the next one could be a toss up. It's either Cancer or Capricorn. Okay, okay, that works. Okay, okay. So this song is "Know Yourself" mm-hmm. off of. If you're reading this, it's too late. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite albums, actually, from Drake. I need to revisit these albums. Hold on, no bias, all bias. But blank are the best sign. Incomparable work ethic. Unwavering loyalty, endless witty, emotional intelligence on 10. What more could you ask for? We find the most joy in being around and among our people, our chosen family, our friends, the geography. I can't talk today. (laughs) Our chosen family, our friends, and are nothing if not the life and resident rallying parent of the squadron. Pray the real live forever man. Pray the fakes get exposed. Amen, amen, Aubrey. So, what sign am I talking about? <laughs> Cancer or Capricorn? Mm. I'm going to say Cap. I'll, I'll say Capricorn, too. Ding, 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 ding. Hey. Yeah. Capricorn. So, let's just for fun, let's, let's see read. where Ryan's is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so his is furthest thing from nothing was the same. This is the most childlike sign of the zodiac. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh. 
<laughs> Never come between a cancer and their Peter Pan complex. In their lucid moments through, cancers are incredibly clear-headed and have a deep desire to exist in the world's unknown, far beyond the scope of um, societal norms or obligations. But it's the follow-through that plagues their greatest ambitions. Keep that same energy all the time, Cancer, and the world is yours. Don't F up and fumble your own bag. Hmm. Is that you? What do you think? All right, do you have Peter Pan syndrome? <laughs> what is that described as? Someone who's like... Who never grows up. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, that ain't me. <laughs> that ain't me? <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Like if I have an idea or some grand- grandiose idea or something, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm like, there's a chance I might be able to make it happen, I'll try it. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So childlike in the way where the fear, like adults have that fear and kids just kind of go for things. Kind of go for things, yeah. Yeah, interesting. They dream. Dreamer. I like that. Yeah. So if you guys are interested, if your sign wasn't mentioned, please check out the Fader Online article. Yeah. So you can see what your Drake song is related to your sign. Know the signs. Speak, speaking of that, so you did say Scorpion and we know that drops. So really quickly, what is everyone's thoughts on the album? I like the album when I'm listening to it in the car. Hmm. When I'm listening to it in my headphones, I only like three songs. But when you're like late night writing, mm-hmm. the wind is blowing, Drake is playing, then yes. Hmm. But I, it's not one of my favorite albums by Champagne Poppy. I appreciate it. If you just stopped with the first 10 songs, I you would have been, okay. been okay. Yeah, I don't need the second half. I don't you need don't it like the B side? No, I don't need it at all. Mm. He could have even taken maybe like three of those and meant Me- like mended it into the first, the mm-hmm. inside A, and I think it still would have been good. But once I get to like side B, I I turn it off. Really? Yeah. I'm not listening anymore. The first side is it's it's good to me. So I, I mean, yeah, need... the first side, mob ties, eight yeah. to ten, and elevate, that's, and that's so funny because when I, I first it. played it. I only like three songs, period. Mm-hmm. Aside from like the singles, like mm-hmm. those I was just tired of hearing. So I was like, eh, jaded. Yeah. But like, yeah. I don't know. I feel I, like he was being very generous with generous. Wow. I can't you talk. You can't talk. I don't know. <laughs> There's generous. something that happened. I don't know. I can't talk either. <laughs> I feel like with all those tracks he was on, trying to do some Chris Brown shit, being very generous with all those tracks. It just yeah. wasn't necessary. A lot of fillers. Yeah. yeah. But a lot I, of filler. He yeah. could have taken Nice for What, Ratchet, Happy Birthday. And maybe like March fourteenth, mm-hmm. and put that on the first side. You like you like that. the happy birthday? Song? I don't like. No, the birthday I don't. Song. Oh, I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't. But I know people who are going to be in the club on their birthday talking about some play ratchet. I know. Just because. Just <laughs> because you need that ratchet sort of song that doesn't really mean anything, and you just something. So you the play. title. What the hell are you talking? I, I, mean, I listened to it and I was like, I thought it was about to be dope. Like I have a birthday song nope. now, but it wasn't that great. Mm-mm. I don't yeah. like it either, but I know someone is going to be like, it's my birthday and we're out in the club and play the song. So yeah. I get why he put it on there. Mm. But he could have picked at at least three of those on side B, put it on side A, and called it a day. Before this album, I put Views as one of my least favorite, but I think this is going to be my least favorite. Really? Because I feel like I like more tracks on Views than this mm. one. Yeah. To be fair. Really? It's a, it's a no for like, me. You didn't like views. I did not like views. I didn't either. I, I but I like more life. More I life was good. Yeah. Didn't and if you're reading this, it's too late. Yeah. Say, but and that, nothing that was one was the, the, the yeah the, yeah nothing yeah. was the That's, same. I love. 
Yeah. This actually listening to this album made me go back and listen to it. Oh, me too. Oh, I went I back to more life. That. I went back yeah. to I went back to the Skepta interlude. Yeah. I went back to like a couple other things. But a lot of people didn't like more life. They didn't like the yeah. whole British invasion. I liked it. So. It is one that I probably had to play more than once, maybe to really feel. But mm-hmm. I like it. Maybe mm-hmm. this one will grow on me. But yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel for some reason when people tell me songs that they like, mm-hmm. I don't remember those songs. So then I go back and I listen to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this song, this is okay. I can see, you know, it like it changes my perception a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was funny. I was speaking to Andrew, mm-hmm. Generation Mastermind, whoop, whoop. Yeah. collaboration, hey. whoop, whoop. Talking to him, we were talking about the album, and he was saying that he was speaking to his homeboy on the phone about the album, and Mm -hmm. he said he didn't like it. So he was saying every time after that conversation, Mm -hmm. his friend was still playing the song, playing the album over again. And he was like, I thought you didn't like the album. (laughs) He's like, I'm trying to listen to it to to see if I like it. And we're so used to Drake delivering nothing but greatness. I feel like we're like, okay, let me listen again. Maybe it's something I'm not catching in this moment. Exactly. And going back. Yeah. But, but, well, speaking of Drake, today's topic will be about the beat makers. Mm-hmm. So we each are going to pick different producers that are currently in the game that is doing the damn thing. Mm-hmm. So just a little background on what producers do, especially with hip hop. They're the people who create the beats for records, right? Especially in this day and age where a lot of people are more concerned about the beat instead of the lyrical content mm-hmm. with the mumble rap producers and all that. are within themselves becoming celebrities they're like the artists now so for example if you hear mike will made it true right or if young metro don't trust you who i'm a sh-, like you know what i mean <laughs> like you have all those taglines and then you, we have like the very very popular beat makers such as mike will like i just said mm-hmm. no id pharrell mm-hmm. murder beats ronnie J. Metro Boomin, just to name a few of the popular ones. And these people also are... Zaytoven. Zaytoven. These people are also eligible to win Grammys as well. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know these producers, get familiar, especially if you you listen to Migos and Future and 21 Savage. When you listen to those kind of artists, you realize that the beat is what's driving Mm -hmm. the song and not the lyrical content per se. Mm -hmm. So if you're that person who's all about the beat and not about the lyrics, because my cousin, he'd be like, I don't get what he's saying. <laughs> I just, if the beat don't go hard, I'm not listening. Like, he he cares about the wordplay after the fact. So this is the episode for you guys. Well, adding on to what T said as well. So speaking on beats and the lyrical content, so an artist that most of you hopefully should be familiar with by now, artist by the name of Lecrae. Mm-hmm. who, you know, is considered a Christian Christian rapper, a rapper who's Christian, however you want to play on that. He actually just teamed up with Zaytoven for his latest album. And as you know, Zaytoven makes all those trap beats and all that Give stuff us some y'all examples. like. He's worked with the likes of like Gucci Man, Migos, Future, um, Waka Flocka, like even Uzi Vert. I know y'all love Uzi Vert these days. And I thought that was really dope because I was listening to it. Um, I went to the beach with my sister last week and she's playing Lecrae's album. And I'm just like, I could have swore it was like some new hip hop rapper or something. And she's like, this is Lecrae. So it like gets people to listen, like draws you in. And then uh-huh. he's like delivering the sermon at the same time. So wow. I like that effect. And I think he actually won a Grammy a couple of years back. That's so cool. Yeah. But I thought that was dope. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, nice little insight. Nice little well, insight. Since it's Drake season and I'm a lover of Drake, mm-hmm. I got called out for not being a true Drake fan because I didn't like this album. But I feel like to be a fan, you should be able Thank to critique. You. Thank you. Without a bias. Like, right. truthfully. I'm going to support him regardless. As soon as the album dropped, I downloaded it. Like Speaking of that, is there a J. Cole album that you didn't like? Or what do you think would be on your least played? If for J. Cole? To, if you had to pick, album-wise. Um, not Forest Hill Drives, because I love that one. The one after that, which is... For Your Eyes? Mm, but I like For Your Eyes only. It was a little short. It was short. And I felt like it was a more of an intimate mm. album for fans. Like, if you really were with him mm-hmm. through the trenches, you could appreciate that album. I feel like a fan would appreciate that more than someone who's not really, you know... Like a first time J. Cole listener would yeah. be like, what is this? Right. Especially if you're like a J. Cole fan because you like workout. That was not the album Whew. for you. Wow. So <laughs> <laughs> I feel like For Your Eyes Only was for my eyes only. For his okay. fans' eyes only. So you appreciated that. Yeah. So I like, I mean, okay, let's just be honest. I I like Drake's albums. Like there's mm-hmm. songs on there that I like. And then there's always songs on Cole's albums that I like and I don't, don't like. like. You know what I mean? So I just I appreciate the albums. This right now, I don't know. I don't think I would say it was better or worse than the one previously. Views mm. views that one. I mean they They're can, both kinda they're both flip flappy. Are the same for me. You might listen another time and be like, Okay, I actually yeah. did like this song. Yeah, but I'm more personally if you know me, I like my Drake mixtape. Yeah, same. I'm a mixtape Drake kind of girl. That's the kind of fan I am. So I like him more raw and gritty. Mm-hmm. I don't like him to be so commercialized uh, in a box. I, I like my Drake dirty. Raw. 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 Just how I like my weekend. Huh? Like the weekend? No, oh, not oh, my weekend. Oh, okay. Ah, you got that? <laughs> I was like, huh? You got stories? <laughs> Do tell. <laughs> I like mixtape weekend, not ah, to be confused. Not Selena weekend. Yeah. And everything not, after. Yeah, not Selena weekends. <laughs> anyway, oh back to the topic again. Yes, yes, yes. So since we're talking about Champagne Poppy and Scorpion just came out and mm-hmm. everyone is talking about it, congratulations to Drake. One billion streams wow first day. wow i mean you think that's because of anticipation or just like yo that's dope i'm playing it over and over again anticipation and for me also i know what album is hot is when i'm sitting on the subway mm-hmm. and i'm playing an album mm-hmm. and then i look over the person next to me and they still have they're playing the same album mm. did that happen with this one yes okay um i was playing scorpion and the dude next to me who completely different race mm-hmm. ethnicity like left field i didn't expect him to be playing scorpion (laughs) but he was so i was like oh he's reaching everybody with this gotcha so that's why i was like okay this is hot and one of the hottest songs Mm -hmm. on the album is in my feelings so the producer that i want to feature is a really 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 new producer like you know he got milk behind the air producer (laughs) all right so if you listen to the song, he says Trap Money Benny. And that is the producer I'm talking about. Uh, Trap Money Benny from Ohio. So he basically was saying that he did not know that this song was going to make the album. Hmm. His manager, he's under this, he's signed to James um, Flan- Flanelor? Fl- yeah. 
Really? Yes. He How do you say his label? last name? I think it's Fauntleroy. Yes. I believe. So he signed to James Fauntleroy's uh, label. I didn't know he had his own label. Yes, he does. And mm. um, Trap Money Benny is on that label. Nice. So for those of you guys who don't know, it was very hard doing research on him because mm. he's very new. No one knows much about him. Gotcha. But I do know that he has worked with, he's worked with Chief Keef and he's also worked with Gucci Man. And he's also worked with artists by the name of Key. So he's fairly, fairly new. So the way it worked is he mm-hmm. he's under the James, James's label and James works closely for, with Drake on the Scorpion album. Mm-hmm. So Trap Money Benny's manager called him up and like was letting him know that they played Drake his track, the beat, and Drake loved it. So he was like, "Okay, cool. Drake loves my track. He's ma-, and then he's like, he's making a song." But that was the last he heard of it. He didn't know. Like, did he make it intentionally for Drake, or no, he just he made it in general? He did. He just made it in general. Oh. It wasn't for Drake. Drake didn't ask him to make anything. It just so happened that his management company was working with Drake while Drake was producing his album. Gotcha. So when the album came out, is when he found out the song was gonna be was on there. So it just all happened to him at the same time that we found out. Oh, wow. And that, you know, like, for example, with Tiana Taylor, mm-hmm. a lot of tracks that she anticipated to be on her album was not there. Was not there. Because... That felt unfinished, in yes, my opinion. Yes, very unfinished. Yeah. Uh, I feel like there's more and we should be there mm-hmm. listening to, you know, something. But anyways, that's another story, yeah. conversation. However, he didn't know. He found out with the rest of us that his song was on the album. And... This song is one of the hottest songs on the album, In My Feelings, because Ziggy Show came up with the In My Feelings Challenge, <laughs> where everybody now, all these celebrities are dancing to this song, and you know everybody loves a dance challenge, so I wanted to feature him. He also told Fadar online that he says being on Scorpion is very unreal. He just can't believe, he says all his friends are like reaching out to him and tagging him and everything. So I wanted to feature Trap Money Benny because I feel like he is going to take off. And just the way Drake was singing Trap, you know, Trap Money Benny, you know, in the ah. song, I was like, okay, now that's going to be his tagline. And, um, you know, everything with him is quotable. So yes, with Drake, of mm-hmm. course. And he also, his name is Benjamin, but he got his nickname from Benny and the Jets. So, yes, I can't wait to find out more about him, but I wanted to introduce everyone to someone who's on the cusp, who's on the come up, someone we don't know really too much about, but he's here, and I don't, and I think producers need to get a little bit more credit. Absolutely. Because I feel, mm-hmm. especially for that song, the, the words uh, are okay, the lyrics are like not that great for It's Drake. just repetitive, it's very, very repetitive. Fancy, but know? I think the beat is what drives it. And not only was, um, Trap Money Benny, the only person who produced on the track, towards the end where you have the mix-up of the New Orleans and everything, uh, 40 came in on that end. Mm-hmm. And um, this guy named Black um, also helped with the mixing of those beats. But the I say the bread and the butter of the song is Trap Money Benny. so And that's who Drake calls out in the song anyway. So, yeah. So, introducing you guys to Trap Money Benny, I hope... I'm speaking it to existence. I see big things in his future because the beat is definitely what drives that song for me. Awesome. Did you know about Trap Money, Benny? I didn't. I didn't even know that's what Drake was saying in the song. I just heard Ah! Trap, 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 but I don't know what the fuck he was saying after that. Yeah. (laughs) Kiki. I ain't But anyway, so yeah, so Joey, tell me who is your 
producer, your hit maker. Yes. Well, let's talk about my hit maker. It's actually a producer duo, and they're also affiliated with Drake. Okay. So, you know what? It is fucking <laughs> Drake season. Drake is in the building. It's our namesake in a way. Yes. Let's, so, let's, let's let keep me first moving. Let me first hit you with the Drake line where he gave both of them a shout out. Two yes. different songs, but same situation. So you guys may be familiar with them. They're a, um, a producer duo, but you may know more about them separately. So this is where that saying where Drake goes, no disrespect to Hit Boy, but I got all the hits, boy. Ah. And that's Hit Boy. Okay. And he also mentioned the other one in... Um, in 9 a.m. in Dallas where he says chasing cash that's my brother from the surf club so the producer duo that I am talking about today is surf club which it's not necessarily a duo but it is mainly the producers chasing cash and hit boy and then a few of their other friends who are also talented producers but hit boy and chasing cash are the main people in charge of that so let's do a little background on the both of them so hit boy produced many songs as did chasing cash as a duo they produced music for Beyonce Okay. Okay. They did, I think, about three or four tracks on Beyonce's self-titled album, as well as a few other tracks. They're also, I think, Hip Boy's mainly responsible for Niggas in Paris. Yeah. Yes. Which Hip Boy? So they are making guap. Oh, stop! Get out of my head. (laughs) I mean, come on. So, yes, they're definitely making guap. Hit Boy actually won a Grammy off of Niggas in Paris. And it's funny because after he won that Grammy, he was he kind of started doing his own solo thing. He was um, signed to Good Music and left them back in 2013 to pursue his solo career as a rapper. I think he's pretty good. And his um, beats are still really popping. Um, he kind of dibbles and dabbles as well as um, Chasing Cash in other genres as well. So they did work for um, the Pussycat Dolls and like BB Rexa and stuff like that. So they're definitely, definitely dope. Um, Chasing Cash is from NOLA. So shout out to everybody who's enjoying Essence Fest this weekend in yes. NOLA. Super jealous. Yeah. But NOLA is so Poppington. Mm-hmm. And Drake tapped into the NOLA music scene As we see. Albums. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. But yeah, but they're super, super dope. Um, I actually had the chance to see Hit Boy in concert. Producers, they have concerts now. Oh, they're yeah. They're like celebrities. They have albums. They have albums. Like Metro Boomin with... Um, Exa- 21. Oh, with 21 Savage. And then who had the producer album with uh, Big Sean and who's the producer? It was... It was Metro Boomin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. it was like black and white cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it was yeah. Metro. Mm-hmm. That was a whole album, mm-hmm. Big Sean and Metro Boomin. And then they're going on tour. You know, they out here. They're doing yeah. things. They have... um. They also do like DJ sets as producers and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So they definitely need their shine and definitely need to be recognized. They're learning to like step more in the spotlight and create a name for themselves. Mm -hmm. Because the beat, I'm telling you, the beat is what's driving Mm -hmm. the sales. It is. It's not, I mean, no disrespect to the artist, Mm -hmm. but you have, I'll go back to Cole, but you have someone like Cole who produces his own beats Mm -hmm. and you could, not to shade him, (laughs) because I can't shade my man, Uh but you could tell that. Not you could tell, but he does produce it, and it's not as heightened or overly constructed mm. like a lot of the beats out today. So, but I think he does that on purpose so you can really let's understand what he's saying. I can True. listen to Drake in, I mean not Drake. See, I'm messing them both up. I can listen to Cole in my headphones and like really get it and understand. It's a kind of mood. It's a mood, right? So I feel like sometimes Drake's albums are, you know, the the produce it's overly produced at some point mm. and we're in love with the beats not necessarily what he's i mean saying. drake said it himself he said if it wasn't for 40, 40 he wouldn't be the drake that he is today because yeah. 40 did a majority of his producing still right. does shout out so, to ovo 40 yeah for real 
I think maybe maybe a lot of people may not be familiar with Hitboy and Chasing Cash. Hopefully they do if you are up on your producers like that. But they are behind a lot of big, big songs. Niggas in Paris? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Remember when that came out? They don't that ever need like to a, produce That was Hitboy. Yeah, that was Hitboy. Mm-hmm. They don't ever need to, you know, produce a song yet. Not at all. And it's like it's funny because I saw him a couple years back um, here at Irving Plaza in New York. And I actually went to go see Ryan Leslie. And he was supporting Ryan Leslie. And I had never even heard of Hitboy before that. Didn't know anything that he did at all so when he came out I was like oh who's this and there's people like rapping his raps were like word for word and he started playing all the songs that he produced and I was just like oh wow I think that's when I was just like yeah producers definitely need to get all the accolades and all the shine because yeah that's cool right, so let's move it along so Kwana who is your hit maker beat maker that Uh, you want to feature today so my beat maker is Steve Lacey ooh Mm. And um, I came across Steve Lacey, of course, when I came across the internet. Mm -hmm. And he, um, if you don't know, the internet is like an R&B soul, very jazzy um, band. Mm -hmm. And they are like a clique. So if you think of like ASAP Mob and stuff, like the internet is their own little clique. And they make music together. And they all have their um, individual... Uh, albums and and musical projects as well. But Steve Lacey is the guitarist, if I'm not uh, mistaken, but he produced a lot of Ego Death, which is their Grammy-nominated album. That was a really good album. Really good album. Mm -hmm. Really good. Very jazzy, very R&B, very contemporary. Um, So that was nominated in 2016 for Best Urban Contemporary Album which was um, definitely, um, like, warranted. Mm-hmm. You know, the album is great. And and thanks to Steve Lacey, he joined um, the internet right before they put that album out. Because I know they do have a couple projects before that, maybe, like, two or three. Um, so he joined the internet before Ego Death as the new guitarist and a vocalist. And he executive produced the album uh, along with Sid the Kid. Mm-hmm. Yes, love mm-hmm. her. Yes, who was the lead singer? Um, She's a producer herself. Yes, mm-hmm. so she also put out her her album Finn. Um, maybe that was a year ago, mm. maybe a year or so ago, and she uh, executive produced that as well. Yeah. So she is also uh, producing her own, right? I think Hipboy actually did work on Finn too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think mm-hmm. she did a couple tracks off her album, and she worked with other people. But I chose Steve Lacey because. Um, Raven Lene, if you don't know who is an Ooh, R&B so singer. Good. Oh, she's so good. And her EP came out in 2017. It's called Crush. Crush EP. Title track is called Sticky. So Steve Lacey produced that whole EP. And when I heard the EP, it's about five or six songs. When I heard it, I was like, oh, I can hear Steve Lacey. All I can hear his vibe all over this. Very California. Very, um soul funky um she is a great great r&b singer she's i think she's 19 years old uh she's from chicago steve lacy is also only like 20 so big ups to these you know these millennials out here making for real i mean just really just going (laughs) at it so um look them both up steve lacy raven lanae r-a-v-y-n-l-e-n-a-e crush ep sticky it's a great, great, great song. Um, if you like soul, funk, R&B, this is up your alley. Yeah, Steve Lacey's dope. Yeah, he is, yeah. From California. Um, his career is really just getting started. So 
I wanted to, uh, I picked him as the beat maker because after hearing that EP, I was like, oh, I'm really interested in hearing what else he wants to do. Um, he has his own music as well mm -hmm. that he produces. Um, he's great with the guitar, great with singing. So I think he's going to have a, a you know, pretty like dope career coming mm -hmm. up. I think his um I think his album actually came out maybe yeah. last year. Yeah, I think it came time. out a little bit before this EP. Yeah, before Raven Lanay's EP. I think it was around the time. Yeah. And it's good. Tyler's, Tyler's coming. He did work on Tyler Creator's album too. Oh, he did mm -hmm. the the Flower Boy. Mm -hmm. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's great. And Ty you know what's so funny about Tyler the Creator? <laughs> I never really paid much attention to his music because. Like after Goblin and yep, stuff, same. like it was, <laughs> it was weird, and I didn't understand it, and I was like, mm, "This isn't for me," you know, not for me. And then once I heard Flower Boy, I was like, "Okay, let me download it and listen mm -hmm. to it." I really like that album. It's good. It it shows progression because his other does. stuff doesn't sound like that, you know. Yeah, it doesn't so at it's all. It's very jazzy. Different. It's very like he. I I like him a lot. I was it's like, very oh, Steve okay. Lacey. It is very Steve Lacey. <laughs> So Steve Lacey's, um, his demo EP is called Steve Lacey's Demo <laughs> EP. Simple. And that also came out in 2017. So you can hear his work. And then you can also, you know, switch over to Raven Linnae and hear the work he did for her. Check out the internet. If you don't know who they are, you will love them. He's in that band. So he's doing a lot. And I think I'm really interested to see who else he would work with. I would love to hear him work with like somebody kind of unexpected like Snoop Dogg or something. <laughs> That might be dope right? because Snoop Dogg yeah. is on this chill vibe now. He you is. Know? Yeah. Yes. Didn't he have like long braids in or something this week? <laughs> well, he was he always doing Snoop stuff. Lion, and then he did the gospel yeah. album, which I think the gospel album was nominated for a Grammy. Oh, I didn't nice. even listen. I have no idea. What would and that even a, sound and, like? And he's in the gym. He's been working out. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he's, he's been trying, trying to, something. Yeah. Okay. He's trying to bulk up. He's been I on like, his. I love Snoop Dogg, man. I love him. He's been on his Al Sharpton with the list. No. The memes out of him. Oh, and the meme of Jay Z on the jet ski i yes. finally saw that isn't it funny it's hilarious <laughs> hilarious yes gotta poke fun <laughs> so just to add to the beat makers we just want to shout out um the beat maker who created our theme song masks because there's like four s's on it <laughs> and it's by a uh, an artist called wavy bagels you can find his music on soundcloud and online and he does a lot of cool things as well. So we just want to shout him out. Since we are talking about beat, beat makers, we did reach out to him. And he was very generous to allow us to use his music for our theme song. And we loved it. So mm -hmm. thank you, Wavy Bagels. And you yes, can thank you. Google him and look up the rest of his music on SoundCloud. Yay. Got to support these SoundCloud artists. Yes, yes he Because, mm -hmm. you know, Bryson Tiller made a whole. Okay. That's true. Yeah. You taking off, taking off. SoundCloud is a plug. I think mm -hmm. that's where Uzi was too. Yeah, all these a little lot of new, people. you know. So SoundCloud must be flooded. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I'm sure. all these people trying to make. If it. you really dig this, like you know, when you get to the weird part of YouTube and you're just like, where am I? Yeah, there's all that cool <laughs> shit just pop up. Yeah, SoundCloud got that too. You're just like, yeah. oh, this is dope. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. So wander, so, feel, go hunting, feel guys. Go hunting. Yes. You gotta mm -hmm. hunt for this music. Mm -hmm. You don't have to listen to everything on the radio. No, nope. there's so much more out there. Not at yeah. all. Open yeah. your mind. Open your mind. But all right. Well, this has been a great episode. We really got to learn about the different beat makers, mm -hmm. money makers. I feel like the beat makers are the meat. 
and potatoes mm-hmm. of these songs, especially in this day and age. I hope you guys were able to learn something new and we were able to introduce you to people you didn't know. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been V's from the Chicks. This is T. This is Joey. And Kwana. We out. Out. Bye.